Today, we have the wonderful Christophora Robinshaw from Dialogue Therapy. So, Christophora, spill the tea on what the journey as a woman in business has been like for you so far. Um, So I feel like my career and my journey has led me to self-employment throughout. So I'm a speech and language therapist and I have been so for 13 years. And when I started... Um, I was in an adult setting in a hospital and in community clinics and I just found that working model quite rigid and difficult when you've got young family. Hmm. You know, you've always got to be around um, and there's not much flexibility in those roles. So I feel like as I've moved through my career, I've always looked and tried to find that kind of flexible model that works for me. Yeah. and kind of I moved on from an adult post to a paediatric post. I worked in a school then and um, it was a term time only post, which was more suited to having yeah. kids because I was at home and I wasn't fighting for holidays mm-hmm. over Christmas and summer yeah. and things like that. So that suited me really well. But then again, there was that restriction of still working for someone else and having to work mm-hmm. in the clinical area that you were kind of told to. Yeah. Um, so a few things happened at once, which made me take the leap to self-employment. Uh, me and my husband decided to home educate our children. Wow. Yeah. And I just thought, right, now's the time. Uh, I didn't really want to be self-employed. It's not something I ever thought I'd do. <laughs> but circumstances were that. And yeah. I thought, right, this has to work for me. Um, and so, yeah, two years ago, pulled my son out of school. Um, he was eight at the time. He was in year three. And then kind of set up my independent speech and language therapy practice at the same time, working back with adults because I felt I had a bit more flexibility working with adults. And um, yeah, I I was also approached by a friend of mine in an MLM company, um, a company called Zinzino, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a Scandinavian company where we do blood tests and we... Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, we look at you like nutritional Mm -hmm. deficiencies and then uh, advise you on supplementation. Mm -hmm. And so I just thought, now's the time, bring it on. I've never done anything like that before. Yeah. But I just took it on and I've got two businesses now and I home educate my children. So, so not busy at all not then. At all. You know, not, not a much change no, now. Do you easy. bake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, are you that mum? <laughs> I'm that annoying mum that makes her own bread. Really? Yeah, do you make your own bread? <laughs> I, I, would. Would. I, I see all I of these Instagram accounts now of we're homeschooling Aurora. We're getting into year six and then we're putting it on an online school. Um, obviously, because I just wouldn't be great at creating all of the content that comes with school especially Mm -hmm. key stage three um and we're doing that so that we can travel a little bit um yeah and I'm already looking at some accounts and following them and thinking you have to unfollow oh my god really (laughs) so (laughs) high (laughs) so high and today we went into the forest and we did did x y and z and we learned about and I'm just like Will I get time to go to the forest? Like, does she want to go to the forest? Have we got a forest <laughs> when near? When do I bake the bread? Like, when do I bake the bread? How do you bake bread? Like, do you buy a machine? Like, it's just oh, a lot, isn't it? So, a lot to you know, do. That's, yeah. that's I it. think it's really important, though, not to focus on what other yeah. people are doing. Yeah. You know, so I don't see myself as like a typical sit down and do that worksheet educator. Yeah. Like, I reach out to the community quite a lot. If mm-hmm. my son's interested in studying a particular aspect, mm-hmm. I will go to that place and I'll say, look, can you do a session for him? Because he wants to know about that. So mm-hmm. I'm almost like a facilitator yeah. in their yeah, child-led really education. I like that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I can't do everything, yeah, can I? absolutely, so, 100%. Yeah. So what does your um, therapist business look like then? How um, do you work 
now? Do you work with younger people? Do you work with just mainly adults? Or? Yeah, so I work with adults and okay. I'm specialising um, working with adults with selective mutism. So it's like wow. social anxiety disorders. Wow. What I'm so passionate about and what I couldn't really develop in an employed role. Yeah. Because it's quite a niche. Yeah. Um, so I think being self-employed mm. and investing in what I wanted to do mm. was also really empowering. Mm-hmm. So I trained myself up and kind of I'd like to call myself a holistic speech and language Mm -hmm. therapist and where I look at other things and you know diet and lifestyle and mental health because I think you have more of an impact when you look at the person as a whole so I'm also doing a nutrition course at the same time Mm -hmm. which is another passion of mine you know as for making my own bread (laughs) (laughs) so yeah there's a lot going on at the moment amazing fantastic so can you share a pivotal moment or a challenge that you faced in your career and that ultimately led to a valuable lesson and can you share that yeah I think for me it was overcoming myself Mm -hmm. um the biggest challenge was my mindset of thinking I can't do this you know I come from a background of you know an NHS worker Mm -hmm. and you do your NHS course and there's no mention that you can do independent practice and there's yeah, no business no. modules there's nothing mm-hmm. and you go into that NHS role you're a band five or six and you're you know you just face to face with patients yeah. you don't look at the contracts you don't look at the budget you don't have mm-hmm. any idea of how to mm-hmm. run that business mm-hmm. so I found that really daunting and I really had to work on myself and my mindset and actually mm-hmm. think of course I can do this you know yeah. so many have done yeah. um so that was my biggest challenge mm-hmm. um and also to add in the mix home educating yeah Yeah. am I going to ruin my kid's life by trying to have a career and am I going to ruin my career by trying to do this with my kids Mm. absolutely so what did that work look like then you said you had to work on yourself Mm. what did that look like and and you know was it a long process was it pretty quick did you have support um so I think I reached out to a lot of Mm -hmm. uh, other speech therapists that had done made the leap and gone independent Mm -hmm. I think having that support network has been huge. Yeah. Really, really huge. And I love your events and what you do because that's been a big thing for me. Just seeing that other women are yeah. smashing it and doing yeah. it. And yeah. I just want to come here and say, you can do both. You can yeah. be a mum and you can yeah. have a career. 100%. Of course yeah. you can. Uh, it's not easy, but you can yeah. do it. Um, I also did a bit of business coaching. Yeah. I reached out to my brother, who is awesome with website design. He's been incredible. He's designed my logo, my website, and oh. all of that. So, you know, I think big biggest thing was just networking and mm. people around me and just reaching yeah. out. Yeah. And asking, isn't it? You know, people are so willing to help are, in so yeah. many different sort of arenas with so many different problems. Mm. But if we don't ask, we don't okay. we don't get, do yeah. we? You but know, you and, don't think that they no. are there'll be so many people watching this thinking yeah but do they want me to connect with them and yeah. absolutely 100% like I work with so many student counsellors who you know ask questions all the time and we jump yeah. on zooms and we just give advice around what like I wish somebody would have like told me to just reach out like what yeah. you're saying now and the advice that you're giving mm. just reach out to somebody who's where you want to be yeah or where you see yourself in the future or what you want mm. for your business and just say like any advice? Yeah, it's it's about as well not recreating the wheel in that as well, yeah. isn't it? You know, there have been so many other people within your niche industry who've set up businesses before. So it's about tapping into yeah. how that's 
been done before, what that looks like, mm-hmm. and then what support you can gain from that. And mm-hmm. sometimes that is just as simple as a chat around, mm-hmm. okay, what have your challenges been? Mm-hmm. What, you know, what have you found really difficult? Yeah. What what bits have been really enjoyable? Is it worth it? Um, it's not about always sort of asking straight away for skill swap or for, you know, can you tell me how you got there? Mm. It's how you build that relationship with those people within your industry, isn't it? You know, watching them yeah. as well, isn't oh, it? It's so important. So yeah. I've got a few WhatsApp groups of like local independent speech and language therapists and that kind of community of like asking questions. And, yeah. You know, because in the NHS, you're in, uh, for example, in a hospital, you've got your team around. Oh, yeah. You can ask anybody there, but when you yeah. go solo, it's really hard to reach yeah. out. Yeah. So having that kind of WhatsApp group and we do regular Zoom meetings, mm. I think it's been absolutely invaluable. Yeah. As for kind of my Zenzino business, there's a team of people around me that I have access to. Yeah. And there's such a lovely community and lovely women that it's really inspiring. So yeah. definitely need your support network. I couldn't yeah. do this on my own. Have no. you got a homeschooling network? Have you Huge got a- one. Yeah. Yeah. Can I join? Like a million WhatsApp groups. <laughs> yes, please join us. Um, big community in Liverpool, big community over on the Wirral where yeah. I'm from. And again, I couldn't do it on my own. So we reach out, we we get the kids together. We'll yeah. like almost like a parent co-op, but not yeah. officially. Like we'll mm-hmm. lead and support the kids doing what they want to learn. And yeah, have I think the the hugest myth with home educating mm-hmm. is that they don't socialise. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is yeah. the question Opposite. that everybody's asking. Yeah. You know, will she be okay then? Is it the so? What about the social side? You yeah, know, what we are have you... too much to do. Yeah. I, this, yeah. this, I have to turn down so much. We're wow. always out in the community, mm-hmm. always doing stuff because my kids learn better kind of doing stuff doing, and yeah. going to museums, libraries, mm-hmm. you know, visiting places. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I Definitely. suppose the other big question around home ed is that exam and qualification side of things, isn't it? Because, again, like society just expects that everybody's mm-hmm. qualified to a certain level, you know, and you've got to have a maths GCSE and a science GCSE and an English GCSE in order to even leave the system these days, yeah. haven't you? You know, so, and I know that when you're not in that system, things yeah. come at a price, don't they? And there's, yeah, there's cost definitely. involved. So we have that, to pay so, for GCSEs yeah. and A-levels and things like that. Mm-hmm. But actually there are some colleges that'll take you on and wow. do GCSEs and A-levels mm-hmm. alongside the course that you want to do. I think yeah, yeah. what it's given me kind of is, is trying to de-school and mm. um, myself and try and think outside the box myself because I've been through this, the yeah. system. I've been institutionalised yeah. in the NHS yeah, and everything. Exactly. It's, it's really hard to think that you can do it a different way, mm-hmm. but you can. There's so much out there, especially in the digital age that we live in now. Yeah. You can do it yeah. a different way. Yeah, I it's that, that brave that brave step, isn't there? Um, yeah, goodness me. So in terms of that then... I feel like we've covered the calculated risks, but building a successful business requires taking lots of calculated risks. And can you share a specific one that you've taken that's really paid off and and how you approach that? I think for me, it was the financial risk of yeah. leaving an employed role. That's huge, isn't it? It was big because, mm. uh, you know, I had to set monthly wage and mm-hmm. we were comfortable and it was lovely to go into then having to rely solely on my husband for that kind of stable income and mm-hmm. then me dabbling in this and that and seeing yeah. how it goes. You know, you don't know what's going to come yeah. in every month, do you? No. So it's a huge risk. Mm-hmm. Um, also a big risk, kind of trying to juggle it with the kids and the home educating mm-hmm. side of things, like I don't know if I'm going to ruin career kids, you know, how I didn't know how it was going to go, mm. but I seem to have found my rhythm, found something, you know, a balance that works for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And knowing now what you know, would you do it again? Definitely. 
Would yeah. you take the risk again? I'm yeah. so pleased I have. Yeah, purely because I feel like I found my passion again. Oh. Um, I found my niche. I found what I want to do, and I think that intrinsic motivation is so important. And you can lose that in an employed role. I think. Yeah. You just kind of go with the flow, don't you? Yeah. I think you can lose that in career and motherhood on Definitely. its own. You yeah. know, we, we just this is what you've got to do. When that bell goes, you have to get them into school. When that bell yeah. goes, you have to get them out of school. And then you've got to cook tea, and then you've got to you know walk the dogs and do everything. You you do lose a lot of you, and it sounds like you fought really hard to identify what it is that you want as well as yeah. what's good for your family you know you've put yourself you know with them which is just it's just incredible yeah. and so many mothers will need to hear that you know it's not about I always say to people who I work with having a baby is you know it's a gift it's it's another little life to you know to nurture to take care of but your baby is joining your world it is up to you to show them yeah. to teach them how to live so that then when they're ready to move forward in life they know you know what to do and yeah. it's not about going with what everyone else says you have to do around yeah. you and ultimately um, they're looking at you yeah. they're seeing life through your eyes and <laughs> what you're doing is telling them that mm -hmm. I can do that too it's yeah. okay yeah so yeah. yeah it's really powerful and parents yeah. who don't go out and um I work with a lot of mums who do isolate themselves because they think oh well if I go out with friends and I'm always out having tea then or, or some lunch it looks like I'm not at home and that's what mums do where realistically you're showing your children that you need friends you need to get out yeah. and you are actually a person behind the title oh, that you've been gifted and you can lose that can't you 100% yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my kids get jealous when I have to like go for a lunch day order and I was like I arrange play dates for you all the time this is my place. this is my place. yeah <laughs> you stay at home I need you need yeah. it you need that kind of yeah. escape every now and again yeah. and I think that's why I've kept my career I could have easily just thrown it yeah. all in you know mm -hmm. yeah but I think for my mental health and my sanity and my mm -hmm. identity as a mm -hmm. person, I needed to keep it going. Absolutely. Because we hear that from so, so many, many like, yeah. of yeah. our yeah. women who sit on this couch and through networking and, you know, they've given up roles because they can't make that, they can't make that life work. Yeah. They can't, they can't continue to forced, have a career and be passionate about that career mm -hmm. within the confines um, that that creates and and do motherhood in mm -hmm. the way that they're expected to do motherhood, yeah. and so they leave the career, but they end up, you know, thinking this isn't enough either. There's more. There's yeah. more to me than this, and I need, you know, I need to use my brain in yeah. a different way, and Definitely. and they come to self employment to mm -hmm. be able to use the skills that they built up over so mm -hmm. many years yeah. to, you know, as as their passion project almost you know it's yeah, yeah. it is an incredible thing to watch and I think it's also incredible that so many women are seeing other women yeah. out there doing that and thinking you know what this isn't what I have to just do I don't yeah. have to settle for that there can be a different way mm -hmm. yeah there can be yeah Absolutely. it's just being brave enough to go for yeah. it yeah yeah I mean it's not easy as you know no. the juggle is real isn't it yeah you know you've yeah. both got three kids as well I don't know how you do it <laughs> But it's, you know, it's hard. We don't do that. We don't, no. It's just, just keep swimming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Just keep swimming. But no, you're absolutely spot on. And most women who own their own business, when we've had that conversation, it has been a force because they could no longer be, yeah. you know, we're not employable now, are we? No, definitely We're really not, not Isn't employable. Isn't it sad, though, that we feel almost pigeonholed yeah. into that position? Yeah. Like, I felt like There that. is no other mm. way. Yeah. yeah. I did. I couldn't go back mm. to kind of a structured Mm. Uh, employed role I needed mm -hmm. that ultimate flexible working yeah. model to work for me mm -hmm. yeah 
or it becomes yeah. really expensive yeah. in terms yeah. of childcare. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. then you end up earning your wage to never see your exactly. children in the first place yeah. and you didn't do do no. it for that either, did yeah. you? So it's, it is it is such a difficult sort of pivotal moment. Yeah. And yeah, you say pigeonholed and I used to say I was between a rock and a hard place, yeah. you know, that I could go this way and earn mm. no money for five mm. years and I could go back to teaching and I could earn no money for five years, you know what what's the best thing to do yeah. in that scenario mm. and you, know? you always think no matter what option you take as a as a woman in business there's always a guilt oh God. Yeah, like we carry, we carry this it. backpack yeah, of guilt and yeah. we just for every situation we find the guilt oh, don't we so, that we yeah. have to feel we get it into the backpack and yeah that's it's in the backpack um but Definitely. when you're a mum as well it's a sort of or when you're in a relationship or when you've got somebody else's yeah. needs to meet whether that's a relationship or, or it is being a mom or you've got a family member who depends on you when you are working on your own business I feel like some people don't see that as a business even though it's earning Mm. probably more than what your wage was um and it's got the potential to earn more but work less I feel like some people don't take it as serious as the title that you get from you know a a career you know being employed and we're battling those kind of impressions aren't we out and about in the workforce yeah 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 it's crazy so have you got three tips then um that you know will support any woman in business who is listening to this episode um I think just be brave enough to take Mm -hmm. that step and um it's really important to know that you can do it yeah, you know, despite what has society has told us, we can't do. We we can so do this. We can juggle. You can do both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's dead easy. <laughs> <laughs> and you can make bread. Yeah, yeah, and you make bread as well. Yeah, you can have you, all the cake. Eat all, all the cake. cake. Yeah, yeah. It, it's easy as long as you make it your own. Definitely, it's yeah. hard when you're looking left and right and trying to do it somebody else's way. Yeah, definitely like, reaching out to mm-hmm. your community, however you find that. You know how they say it takes a village to raise mm. a child? Yeah. I think it yeah. takes a village in it, whatever you do. Yeah. yeah. You know, and yeah. you need to create that village and have those people mm-hmm. around you. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it is very hard and lonely. Yeah. So, yeah, be brave, reach out, you know, find your community because that makes it easier. Um, another thing that was brought up before was, you know, it's okay to say no. Yeah. Which is a big one. Something that took me a while to learn. I was just accepting any patient that was coming mm. through the door for fear that I wasn't mm. going to have any work. Yeah. Um, but I realized that actually this is not helping me in the kind of the area, the clinical mm. area that I want to work in. Um, so once I started saying no to the patients that I didn't want to work with, I found a bit more fulfillment. I was focusing on the clinical area that I wanted to work with and I think makes me a better therapist because yeah. I get much a lot more joy from it. Yeah. 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 And, um, I th- yeah, that's kind of my tips and advice. Yeah, that's well. amazing. That's really, really great tips and advice. Maybe you can share another bit of advice to Cal around how you make the perfect cup of tea. So I've got two answers for this. Oh, God, because one to please me and one to please Claire because (laughs) we get the people pleasing thing, but there's one answer on the show. (laughs) We have a guest go around the world with their answer and just never actually answer. Right. Now I'm going to answer it, but it kind of depends if I'm making a cup of tea just for myself or for a group of people. Okay. Okay. I use a teapot for a group of people. I don't know if that's still used these days. Yeah, like a good Um, teapot. Yeah, and for me... I'll, I'll tell you how I make it for me. So it, water your tea bag, you let it brew for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Then you take the tea bag okay. out before you put the milk in because that's just weird. Well, she needed one today, didn't she? <laughs> yeah. 
I love the teapot and I love the um, tea yeah. bag coming yeah. out. And the, the same with the, the teapot, you have to put the hot tea in the mug first before you yeah. put the milk. Yeah. Because then, yeah. how do you know how much milk you need? Yeah. The colour. Yeah. 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 Although my nan did teach me with the teapot that you pour the milk in at the and let it oh, be gosh. at the bottom of the cup. I know. That's just like the Queen's <laughs> etiquette. Apparently, my nan was a very strong-willed woman. That's funny. <laughs> so you put yeah. the milk in the tea. At no point ever is the tea bag ever in either scenario when no, you think about that. it touch the milk, has it? Okay. Which you is go, my another win. Main, is your main, main point. Thing, yeah. But you yeah. do go through a lot of tea bags as well. I don't. Well, say if you put the milk in and then it's too milky, what do you do then? Do you waste a whole uh, cup of tea? Or do you just drink it and get on with it? No, and just I just not know how much it? milk to not slosh in my tea if I don't <laughs> want a dead milky cup of tea. Do you use like a syringe? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't measure me milk. Not 0.5. <laughs> I'm not that much of a 0.5. I have a pipette. <laughs> so you are a team Cal and Cal gets a point oh, for this yay. series. Yay. Incredible. Yeah. You have been an amazing guest and I'm sure a lot of our Thank audience you. will have taken so much away um, especially around the people pleasing and being able to say no because yeah. w- again once you say no to somebody that other opportunity will present itself so thank you so much for oh, that thanks for having me you're very welcome thank you